0: Welcome to the Relationship Builder Podcast. I'm Dr. Kevin Skinner with my friend and colleague, Brett Williams. Welcome, Brett. All right, uh... Yeah, yeah, that that text that said, "I'm looking so forward to this." Uh, let me see if I can find it. Here we go. Hope this doesn't sound gay, but I'm excited about spending time with my friend today. You know, not at all. I, you know, I think we need friendships, and 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 I'll tell you what, having known you now for what ten years, was it two thousand nine? 2008 2009. Anyway, always glad to spend time with you Brett and uh, today we're going to be talking to talking about this concept of a loveless marriage. And I think you and I both in our clinical uh, chairs have observed couples who come to us and I call it survival. They're they're certainly not thriving. They're they're in this state of mind where they're just maybe they're not even friends, but they just kind of coexist. Right, and Maybe it's because they have duty of children, uh, financial burdens, and to separate or to not be together is more difficult for the children and financially, but they don't really like each other, or at least they're not acting in like. And I want to talk to those individuals. If you're in a loveless marriage, today we're going to be providing you some tools so you can do the building. Brett, what are your initial thoughts on this loveless marriage? Yeah. Yeah, and it makes you wonder uh, what's what's the story. How did how did we get to this in that situation? You were talking about a sexless marriage or almost a sexless marriage. In contrast, and it makes you wonder what's the story. How did we go from, uh, as I often say, this place where we can't keep our eyes off each other, our hands off each other, a- a- in this place of this romantic love, into this place where it's like, I- I'm not sure I even like you anymore. I'm not sure that I want connection with you anymore. H- how do we transition in that? And-, and I think that's really important for people to consider that there's always a story. And that story is where I would like to invite you to consider. It's those points along the way where we call relationship ruptures. Uh, a fracture. Something happened along the way that we didn't know how to repair. And and when you don't know how to repair something, it doesn't heal properly. You know, a few years ago, uh, and I've shared this story uh, in many situations, but my daughter, she came to us uh, Memorial Day weekend, and uh, she said, Hey, Dad, it was just about just as the sun was going down, a beautiful sunset. Anyway, she uh, says, Hey, Dad, can I go over to our, my friend's house and... Uh, Spend some time there. I said, well, don't be too long; it's getting dark. Well, little did I know she was going to go get on a trampoline, and having not had trampoline experience, so there were other kids on the trampoline. She got thrown off, landed, and broke her arm. Now, I share this story because if you could see the X-rays of her wrist, it was literally a clean break right there at the tem- at the platelets. I think they call them. And uh, we took her to the doctor. She's in tremendous pain. But we had two incredible experts who aligned her arm. Now, because they were experts, they took the time, and because of their experience, they didn't have to put in plates. They didn't have to put in screws. They literally just realigned it, and, and, and over time, it literally mended itself. Now, when we work with couples who have a loveless marriage, what happens to them is they, they have a break but they didn't get the professional support or the help to actually get it realigned. And, and the consequence is, is that they, you know, like a broken bone that doesn't heal properly, it, it continues to be a pain, uh, problematic, weak, because it didn't heal properly. And, and, and that's really what I think happens in these loveless marriages. We get to the point where um, we're surviving not liking each other, and, and I, I think that that's a critical, critical part for all of us to step back and say, what were those experiences that got us to the point where it was loveless? mm Yeah. Yeah, and and let's keep going down this pathway because you, you often talk about love as attention, right? And, and so now we've had the fracture, and if we don't give attention to the to the initial fracture, and we just kind of so to speak push it under the rug, not talk about it, not resolve it, and we just kind of hope that it will disappear. Well, what happens, much like a bone that is healed improperly, is over time it, we keep bumping and ouch, that hurts because the original wound was not set in place. And and, and so we want to help couples literally resolve whatever those original problems were. And and so it's a really uh, valuable thing. I've had people come into my office, why do we have to keep talking about the past? Well, it's because you are talking about the past because it's not resolved. The story never got finished, and your mind is a problem solver. And if your mind can't make sense of the issue, then it's going to keep coming back to it. It's like, why did that happen? Why Why? why this or why that? And then it builds cumulative, cumulatively over time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, of course we do. I mean, how many times have you had clients come into the office and say, do we have to talk about the past? Well, what we have to talk about, and by the way, before we move on, how is your son's wrist today now that it's been set properly? Still hurt him? Okay, so, so that's the point, right? It, after months of, of that surgery, after the surgery, it's now there, and, and now it's not as painful. It's not what it was, and that's the whole point of what we're talking about. If you have a loveless marriage, go back to the set point where, where the arm was metaphorically broken, and, and, and you might need professional help to get you through those points. Either that, or you continue on this loveless path And what normally happens when you're in a loveless relationship is you turn outward. You could work more. You might do um, other activities like golfing, turning to your friends, turning to family. And, And what you're not doing is you're not turning towards each other. You're turning away from each other. Yeah, you know, and, and what you're describing there are healthy ways of, of turning toward others or towards support, but sometimes people turn in unhealthy ways for drinking, addictive behaviors, uh, an affair, because because that need is not being met for connection. I now am turning outward rather than into the relationship, and that's where we see where, where the lovelessness is now—really, exp- the pain is even more difficult— because now we've added to the problems, additive, as I said earlier. And what we want to make sure that we do is we want to turn toward our spouse and say, I don't know the answers, but I would like, and this is part of the solutions we're going to be talking about here I would like to have a better relationship. I would like to connect with you. I would like that very much. We haven't been connected. And just have a frank, honest conversation. You know, we haven't been connecting. If you're, you still have any desire for connection, then the best thing you can do is learn to be vulnerable and, and ask your spouse, you know, what, where, did, where did we go wrong? What happened? Where did we disconnect? And I find that in my office, that's one of the most incredible conversations. I've had couples say, you know, it was 10 years ago when this event happened and we never really reconnected. Or, or when something traumatic came up, the loss of a child, and, and, and that created uh, something that where they felt disconnected, they didn't feel support or heard by their spouse, or they were both so hurt that they didn't know how to turn toward each other. And, and it's those kind of relationships that I'm like, you know what, it doesn't have to be this way. You can heal, you can connect, and it can be a meaningful bond again. Yeah, I I like that a lot. And again, you've often said, love is attention, love is attention, love is attention. Well, even where there's a loveless marriage, the more attention you give to each other, the more some of those old sparks can come back. It's never too late. At one point you had them. And when we give something attention, it's a lot like a garden. You know, it requires to be the seed planted. It requires nutrients, water, and continually taking the weeds out. And, and, and if we take the weeds out and we make sure that it has sun attention, then it's going to grow. And, and if I could just encourage you, you know, if it feels like it's too late, that there's no, absolutely no love, then the best thing you can do is have a hard conversation of what are we doing? Where we're, where we're at hasn't, hasn't been working for me. I don't know what it's been like for you. Yeah, yeah. All right, so so yeah, we're talking about the story. We're talking about giving attention, and we're talking about having those hard conversations. Now, a- a one final thing that I would like to offer today, and that is, when you feel hopeless, when you feel like, you know what, I'm just going to wait until the kids leave. When I'm, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. Right? I've heard that so many times. It's like, why not stop and pause right now and, and reflect on this? Because you're making a decision that's going to influence generations of time. Children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Pause to make sure that you've done everything you can whether that's professional help, whether that is spending more time with each other, taking more time to nourish, the, the so to speak, the garden, and help it grow. And, and I'm going to say, you know, when couples take the time... Uh, a few years ago, I did a, a show with uh, Wally Goddard, and um, he's just a great guy. And he talked about the gardening that's required for, for nourishing a relationship. And I I think back and reflect upon that. And in those conversations, he talked about the garden. He talked about nourishment. And he talked about what we do to help a garden grow. Well, at the end of it, when the fruit or the vegetables have grown, you can pluck them off and you can eat them. And that happens because you took time to nourish or give attention to the vegetables or the fruit. The outcome, the outcome is in the effort. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So my final thoughts on this topic, I often say it, I close with it. Love is a choice. And if we don't choose to make it every day, then we have to ask ourselves the question, why am I making this choice? Is it because if I come to you, you will reject me? I will, I come to you, you will reject me. Is that what's happening? Well, it's time for a hard conversation. If you want a deeper, love-filled relationship, we can't sit in this lovelessness. Now we can, but, but, but it, again, it's survival. It's not thriving. It's not what we can be, and it's not what we've been. And so I encourage, you know, if, if you and your partner are listening to this, put down the weapons of war, the pride. Put down, the, put down that arrogance. Put it down and, and stop and say, what are we doing? Because life is too short not to find the greatest amount of joy. And so that's my encouragement is put down those, turn to each other, take the time to nourish so the garden can flourish, the bones can can heal, and whatever metaphors we've used today so they can work. All right, your final thoughts? Imagine that. Mm. Mm. I like it. Let's go on a date. Yeah. And and, and I'm going to say, not just go on a date, have some conversations. Have a topic that you guys both might be interested in. And and, and it really starts to a conversation that maybe we'll have in the future when we talk about intimacy and in marriage. But, um, you know, that's a topic for a different time. But... But really, intimacy is a creation, and and we'll talk more about that, but that creation is in those conversations. It's in sharing deeper emotions, fears, worries. So we're going to spend some more time on that in another podcast, but for today, I love that assignment. Uh, go on a date, and, and I'm going to add to that, go on a date and have some conversation topics that, that you both might enjoy. All right, well, uh, any final thoughts then, Brett? He's all out. Now, that's a strange thing. Brett's always got always got something on his mind. So to our listeners, I want to say thank you very much for taking time to spend time with us here on the Relationship Builder Podcast. If you have questions, comments, something that you'd like us to talk about, the Relationship Builder Podcast at gmail.com. So Relationship Builder Podcast at com. All right. This has been the Relationship Builder Podcast. Dr. Kevin Skinner and my friend and colleague, Brett Williams. Take care and don't forget, love is a choice. Make it every day.